this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Matt Goss, welcome to Music Stories. How the devil are you? The devil is okay. It's um, I'm uh, I'm happy to see you and just have a, looking forward to have a good chat. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the last time we spoke, you'd just come back from Vegas, back to the yeah. back to the UK. Any regrets making that move? Um, not regrets, but it's definitely a heavier lift than I thought it was going to be. Trying to acclimate to the weather, uh, mm. the the, the, cli- the you know the political climate here, the social climate, everything is very very different. Yeah. Um, which is which is good uh, in many ways, but it's also a challenge in the fact that, like you know, we're all human beings and we all experience things differently. And I just, uh, you know, I I kind of got thrown in the deep end, going straight on TV, moving <laughs> home, moving house, moving country. But I'm actually starting to feel much more settled now. I'm back to go on tour. Um, yeah. Still, still trying to steam through that, trying to retain all the information for twenty mm. songs. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a tick. Um, yeah, a, lot going, a lot going on, but it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I'm, um, I feel like I'm still a contender and I'm still in the industry. I've got bloody knuckles, which is good. Still punching. That's good. Uh, but do you think you'll ever go back to Vegas? Yeah, I think that I, I'd love to, um, I'd love to do a, a residency of some kind, but never, never like I did before. Never, no. you know, the four shows a week thing isn't that will never happen again. It was just too, too much. It was great. The 11 years of that, I think I've earned my stripes. I now you have. Blimey, I don't know how you do it. You must be superhuman to do that. Uh, every night. Yeah. Some, some would agree. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll leave that there then. So you've got, um, you've got new music on the way. You've got a tour. You've got a new single out as well. Um, we'll talk about all of that um, uh, because I know that people listening to this uh, are really interested. And, and we mentioned my wife, Emma, a bit earlier on. She's probably your biggest number one fan. Um, she met you at the London Palladium a long time ago. She really just That was uh, late last year, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, is, she, so, to the, um, is she comes to the Royal Albert Hall? Um, no, she's not, I don't think because uh, she'll be back in France. At the moment, she's in the UK. I'm I'm here in France in the studio. But okay. I'll tell you who's in London on the 15th. Who's that? Me. Oh, yeah. So you're coming. <laughs> well, thank you for inviting. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, my friend. Yeah, of course. Uh, we'll sort something out. Um, but let's talk about your music, because you've uh, released this uh, this new single, um, which is going to be on your new album, which comes out later in June. Uh, the album's called Experience. And um, tell me about the new single that's come out. It's um, The Beautiful the, Unknown, isn't it? Yeah, The Beautiful Unknown is is really my attempt to try and acknowledge and illuminate my fear of what I, what I, I don't know. And many people are in a similar place where we kind of become a bit fearful of of the unknown and just what's ahead of us and what's next and all of those big questions. And I think that of late, you know, the last few years, I've just really wanted to have faith in my horizon 
um, and I've raised my sails and set forth in, in in many directions. And and when you actually just keep going, um, you always hit land, and you just it's, it's just a beautiful feeling. Um, I'm using nautical terms. I don't know why, but it just seems right, and I feel that territory that is not familiar to me used to be, kind of scare me a little bit. Mm. Now, I, now I'm just like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And, you know, people sometimes don't feel happy in jobs that then, you know, that they don't like. So why not just go, f- go for it mm. in, in areas that, that you love, you know, what's, the, what's the, the gamble's the same. Mm. So I just really want to encourage people to, to really um, trust the unknown and, and and kind of step forward with optimism, even if you're having a tough day, because I've had a few of them of late and just, mm. I'm just always reminded that the people that I've lost would have given anything for that bad day. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's, they, that's, that's, you know, a good, that's a good way to, to think of it. Yeah, I always think of the future as uh, exciting because you never know what's around the corner. I find that quite exciting. That's the way I deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that you know, if you if you surround yourself with like-minded people, you know, as when I say optimistic people mm. and supportive people, then you probably a lot of the lift, the heavy lift, is 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 done for you. And I think that's part of it. You realise that if you're with people that want to encourage you, then that makes the day much easier. Yeah. Were you fearful of the future? You know, I mean, you've only got to put the news on, and you know, every every minute there's another terrible story on the news, isn't there? I think that I think that yeah, I think fear has been uh, an unwelcome companion of my life in, in certain times. But I think that I've had that phone call when my sister was killed, and and that phone call, you know, that that you've got to get home, and then the other phone call, you know, your mum's got a couple of months left, and. My best mate, and so many, so many experiences that has kind of had an effect, I guess, on my muscle memory. You know, as the first thing I'll say if you call me is, "Are you okay?" You know, that's the first thing I'll probably say when you call me. Mm. Um, you did, I, you did actually. You know, and I think that I do want to, you know, I do want to just step forward with a bit more kind of optimism and just like absolute excitement. Um, and of course it is, it's, it's scary at times. Of course it is. But I do think you have to keep pushing yourself. You know, we decide, we decide how old we feel. We decide how strong we are. We decide these things. You know, this is not outside influence. We should individually decide those things and then collectively come together as a stronger force. Yep. Understand. Do you, do you find, um, that single on music, your music in general therapeutic? I think music is a great is the is the biggest healer of all. I think music, you know, it's it's immersive. It's like fragrance. You know, you you smell something immediately takes you somewhere. Music is a, is an immersive experience. You know, you you'll hear a song. It will take you right back to the day that what even what the weather was like. You know, um, it can take you back to incredible places of recall. You know. So I think I, I honestly believe that music is the most undervalued art form on the planet. I think it's it's it, we get it for free. Musicians can't sustain their uh, their lives, you know, with music anymore because of the how much it's been 
taken advantage of by the big companies like Apple and Spotify. And yeah. It's great to have them at your fingertips, but it certainly doesn't help artists monetize our art. No. That's a whole different subject, though. That's right. Um, my, talking about my wife again, she'll kill me for mentioning her so often. But she's uh, She stayed in a hotel with a bar um, below her room and there was a, a music coming through to the floor. So she went down and it was live music night and they had four or five um, little bands and she said it was absolutely brilliant. I'm really jealous, you know, she really enjoyed herself and there was, must have been probably only less than 100 people in the bar, but it was fantastic, you know, everybody having a good time. But but of course, financially, that's not particularly sustainable, is it, as a living, you know, God knows what they got paid, if anything. Yeah, well, live, live music is the only way forward, really. And, mm. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, mm. and and I, I want to create something that's that I can hopefully come back and do year after year after year. I want mm. to do the Magos experience or the experience with friends, you know, that in, in the industry, and you know, not just singers but musicians, and and just create this immersive environment every year. So if I get it right, or even half right on this this tour, um, it hopefully will bode well for my future. Yeah, and hopefully you'll get more than 100 people uh, <laughs> as well, like in the pub. If so. 100 people turn up, I will sing like there's 100,000 people. I will, yeah. My mum always said, you're getting a million quid per song. Like I give it my all. I never dial in a, a performance. <laughs> it's not about the numbers, is it? No, that's very, very true. Okay, so tell me about the album, which is in production at the moment, I understand. Um, but Abbey Road. Which you know, I did. I lived quite close to Abbey Road in North London years ago for a long time, um, and that was an iconic place. What's it like working in Abbey Road, especially with the Royal Philharmonic Concert Orchestra and a big band as well? I mean, that just sounds incredible. It is. I mean, a couple of friends came down and they were emotional. Yeah, it was. It, they were so happy, and and there is something about being in that building and. For that studio to still sustain such a high level of recording and when you go in there everything the room you can just see why they're they're still there that that studio is still there because everything is done so correctly um and just to record with the big band is such a powerful experience and then wrap it around the majesty of a of an orchestra it's nothing I've ever experienced. It was it was a really really beautiful pinch me moment. Why do you think? Um, uh, the, what were the benefits of having an orchestra and a big band together? Because uh, that's as you say, it's got an unusual uh, combination. Well, the power of a big band, I think, rivals any instrument. You know, you, you get big rock guitars, and you know, but you put a big band in there, and the toys. At your you know at your fingertips you know it's like a it's like a toy box it's like you just want to use all of them all the time but then obviously you have to go back into that reality of creating dynamics and mm. and light and shade and all that of when it comes to recording you've got to really really take a deep breath and go okay we don't need them there even though i'd love them there you know but it's 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 like having an uh, an incredible arsenal and it's but you have to that's when you really and especially when you put an orchestra in there as well like you just have to create these dynamics. And I think we've done it. I, I was doing vocals all week. And this is this album's turning into something very special. We thought it was going to be something that was a, a, a passion project. That was, but now I think the Experience album is going to be 
it's a really, really great record. It's a really, really great record. Oh, can't wait and for it to come out. It comes out in June, doesn't it? Later. I, I, that that's wishful thinking, in my opinion. But <laughs> um, I'll talk to Martin and, and Chris and all those those fellas involved in that. But I, I it's got to, it's going to come out when it's ready. Yeah. And I want I don't want it just to be another record. I want it to be considered special, considered record. Yeah. Okay, and it features um, Cole Porter songs, doesn't it? So, why did uh, you choose Cole Porter? Uh, good question. I want to shine light on songwriters, brilliant songwriters like Cole Porter uh, or Burt Bacharach, you know, and because they contribute so much to the industry. So, the album is not Cole Porter. It's it's got two or three beautiful Cole Porter songs on it. Uh, Every time you say goodbye. I added a verse from my mum on the front end of it, oh, called wow. Walking in the Park. So my version is every time you say goodbye, walking through the park. Wow. Um, um, it allowed me to really address, you know, some deep love for her. Mm. And alongside called Porter song, it was just, it really is a beautiful marriage. I'm really proud of it. Um, but I think back in the day, Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, um, uh, Melton May, all those wonderful singers, they would, they would announce the uh, the song and who wrote it. And these days, I mean, I've I have a story. I used to avoid this story, but I wrote a song called Care for Carrie Hilson. She had a number one song in America. I wrote a song on the album for her with Akon. If you remember Akon, and, yeah, yeah. And anyway, so she, I, I remember hearing an interview saying, "Oh, Matt, Matt Gross, um wrote this song." for you and uh, she didn't know that I'd written the song for her <laughs> that to me that to me is hilarious because you should know who writes your songs mm. and um, and it's just my way of contributing as a songwriter to uh, illuminate brilliant talent like genius talent of Cobb Water and, and mm. maybe next year if I'm lucky enough to do the experience again uh, I'll put some Burt Bacharach songs in there or mm. that's definitely yeah lovely Brilliant, of course. Who who we lost recently? Yeah, um, I was lucky enough to meet and meet him and and uh, watch him perform. Oh, wow, fantastic! Mm. Okay, and also on the album, I understand there's a couple of Bross hits as well. Yeah, I've uh, I've done my Vegas arrangement of. I'm really proud of the Vegas arrangement of, of I Own. I think very James Brown inspired. Um, uh, really, really cool kind of soul. Motown soul with a bit of James on the horns, the JBs, I should say. <laughs> um, so on the bass and then yeah. and it's like really great. It's I owe you nothing is a really, really easy listen on this album. It's great. Fantastic. Do you think your voice has improved as you get older? I think it has actually. I think that I think of late I've, I've my voice has just been turning up all the time and it's just, it's a really nice thing to know it's, it's there for me. It's this mm. voice is taking me to the most extraordinary places around the world. And, um, yeah, I, I made it through the other side, my friend. That's, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, it sounds all right to me. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> what do I know? I know, I don't know, yeah. I was just being flippant there. Oh, in, um, in, in the beautiful unknown, if you listen to the notes at the end, that's full voice. Wow. That's, they're, they're big notes I'm hearing. Yeah. And, you and know, you've still got that big range, haven't you? No, it's just... Yeah, it's nice to be able to, 
you know, know that 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 note will turn up. I never doubt it. It's good. It's a nice feeling. Excellent. Now your tour, um, it looks very grueling to me because uh, you're in so many places. You're in in London, the Royal Albert Hall, as we mentioned. Sheffield, Oxford, Bournemouth, Brighton, Bristol, Birmingham, Liverpool, Manchester, Glasgow, Belfast, Dublin, Swansea, York, Newcastle, and Edinburgh. My yes. word. Uh, all before the end of April. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been, I was doing, I've come from 11 years of four shows a week in Vegas. So, should be easy um, for you. Then. Yeah. I mean, not easy, but um, certainly doable. Um, you just got the travelling to cope with instead of. No, but I'm, I, I, I can't wait for the traveling. That's the pit, bit that I can't wait for. Being, I love, listen, Caesar's Pass is phenomenal. Then my family love it, as you know. But, but the, for to get on the road again and to get a little bit of trouble and to go around the country and hopefully meet people that are like-minded, kind, cheeky, mm-hmm. a little bit silly, want a little bit of a booze up with us and get glammed up for the night to the Macross experience. I'm excited to go around the country and cause a bit of trouble. Excellent. That's, <laughs> that's a good attitude. Can't wait. Can't wait for the uh, for the album to come out um, in June, July, or August, or when it's ready. <laughs> yeah, the experience, which is great. Uh, all those tickets uh, for those um, those gig uh, concerts are available on MacGossTour dot com, which is a fabulous website. I had a look at it. Thank uh, you so much. No, no. Yeah, if I can say, I have no shame in saying that. Please come out and support this tour because. You know, we price the tickets. You know, we've not tried to fleece anyone. It's it's mm. very affordable. Yes. And you know, come and support live music. If you're not a fan of Matt Goss, I totally get it. Oh, I don't get it, but you know what I mean. But it's you know, come and see me. Come and see the big band. Come and see the orchestra, and come come on tour with us. Just come and be part of this experience. Experience at the mattgosstour.com, and, and just come and support live music. We need it. So absolutely, yeah. Well, I, I will be there probably at the at the back. It depends. I'll have a look. Right. If, if I if I see you, I will tell the follow spot guy. <laughs> Just leave one of those follow spots on your boat race. It's me. It's me. <laughs> blow me blow me a kiss, and I'll go to luck your lady. <laughs> okay, see what I can do. <laughs> Matt Goss, thank you so much for talking to me again. Uh, good luck with the tour. Good luck with the album. Of course, can't wait for that to come out. Sounds amazing. And, well, um, let's have a let's have a pint when, when we're in, at the Albert Hall. Yeah, we definitely will. Yeah, thanks for talking to me. Much love, love to the missus too. Thank you. Cheers, Matt. Music Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that it'll help and inspire others in the music industry. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you would like a professional podcast made or would like training so you can do it yourself, I can help. Go to TonyLloydRadio.com. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd.